Welcome to Geeks Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And we're excited that you are here tonight on the last episode of February oh. 2024. Whoa! I thought that I just Surprise. found out on the air that I lost my job. That's no, what I just you're, you're good. That was scary. That is that is true. Uh, it is also the last episode before the return of Soarin' Over California at Disney California Adventure for the Food and Wine Festival, which starts on Friday the 1st. We are excited about the return. I think I'm seeing fairly unanimously that that is the favored version of this attraction in the chat. I would agree. Would you agree? Uh, yeah. It's, it's... I have friends that don't agree. It's okay. They can I be just wrong. don't have the conversations with them. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I would be curious if they use the original soundtrack with the newer technology, how that would have played. But because um, I think the soundtrack is on such a phenomenally better level with the original Jerry Goldsmith uh, score. Yeah, I'm so sorry to who did Soaring Around the World, but you were... It was an impossible job. No matter what you wrote. You did fine. You could have written... You're not Jerry Goldsmith. A symphony. There's only one person been. on the planet that could maybe have, have made it better. Um, uh, John Williams. Oh, I was going to say... Uh, Bruce. No, John Williams. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. I mean, Star Wars, Star Trek. John Williams didn't do Star Trek. But... Jerry Goldsmith did. I, oh, that's what you're saying. I, I gotcha. All right, we are back to what's on Mr. Dapp's desk. It has returned. And with it, also this book has returned. It is the really big book about Grant by Ron Chernow. I'm still reading it. You can see I'm about halfway through, maybe a little bit less. Um, I'm mostly through the Civil War now. Um, it's been his entire life, and um, it has been very interesting to read about. And it turns out he was a very avid reader, and he would read to his wife every night for multiple hours when he's not fighting a war. And uh, it's fascinating. I'm continuing to read it. If you like to read history books and you like presidential history in particular, uh, this one is very interesting because you can see how he grows from basically being a failure one year to a general a year and a half later. And then a few years later, he's going to become president. So um, totally worth reading if you like these kind of things. For anyone that knows musical theater, there's the very infamous story about how Hamilton got written. And that is that Lin-Manuel Miranda went on vacation, um, was reading very, very big meaty history books on vacation. Um, and that is what Mr. Daps looks like when he's reading these because um, on a cruise ship, just like careful, there's stuff in it will fall out. Yeah, I like to read. Um, uh, it's just very funny because it's a, it's a, it's hefty. Also, having read the Hamilton book and the following Washington book, I am convinced that when they wrote the musical for Hamilton, Ron Chernow was working on the George Washington book. And I think they pull more from George Washington than they do from uh, the Hamilton book for the musical. Almost a thousand pages. It's a book. Yes, it is. All right. Other exciting things that are going on that are not related to dead presidents. Chalk Walk is returning on July 21st. And we'd love to have each and every one of you on our team. If you want to right now, you can go to chalkwalk.org slash daps magic and join our team we're looking to make this the biggest team the most successful team we've had ever mainly meaning we raise more money for chalk because every dollar that is raised goes to helping kids in need and their families i won't drink pickles again 
we will be doing something different if we if we have a successful uh, fundraising effort when we have a successful fundraising Absolutely effort. When. But um, so if you have ideas for that too, let us know in the comments or join our Patreon and join that conversation over there. And uh, and so we'd love to have you join us at like four thirty five in the morning. Wear a hat. We're coming up with some fun other ideas for what we might be wearing as a team as well. But we are going to make a huge difference, hopefully, this year, July 21st. It's a lot of fun. Bring your friends, bring, bring your family, and uh, let's make a difference together. And I just want to say to anybody who may be out there that's like, 4.30 in the morning, that's too early. You just go to bed after. It's fine. I am the sleepiest girl in the whole world. I am so sleepy all the time, mm -hmm. and I can do it. It's a blast. Don't let it stop you from having And it's it's fun. only a few hours, and then you can go home and nap. It's great. Yeah, you can go get breakfast somewhere mm -hmm. uh, or if just you have enough energy. Go home and nap. Uh, going home and napping, though, is my ideal. It's the preferred way to do this. And then you can go to the park later or something, too, if you get a reservation. All right. Today, we also learned about, yeah, join our Chalk Walk team. It'll be great. Um, Child can, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh uh we learned more about fantasy springs today over at tokyo disney sea and uh, when i was out there a couple months ago you could see them working on that you could see um parts of the uh frozen kingdom going up i can remember distinctly mm -hmm. but they have frozen kingdom mm -hmm. they have uh neverland uh peter pan's neverland and then rapunzel's forest i think mm -hmm. if i remember correctly and uh what do you think what kind of big picture first off of this new area for Disney Springs. Mm -hmm. And then what area are you most Disney excited Springs. for? Fantasy Springs. Fantasy Springs it's at fine. Disney Sea. It's a lot of words. Yes. Word soup. Uh, this is, and I'm not just saying this because it's Tokyo. This is one of the most visually stunning lands in a theme park I think I have ever seen. Um, it's beautiful. It's colorful. Um, the, like, Without even, without even doing attractions, without walking into, anything, I could just. And the walk. attractions look pretty cool they too. They do, but just to walk around the land that has been built, it looks stunning. It looks breathtaking. It looks like you could walk around for like six hours and still not find everything that's there, which is the perfect way to do it. Um, I that's I assuming would, you can get into it. I halfway think they're gonna have like uh. You can come in during this time kind of thing like they did for for um, Avengers, Avengers campus. campus opening time. I don't know. I would not be surprised. That's great. Yeah, I think. And what area are you most looking forward to? Uh, Neverland. Okay. For sure. Like it took my breath away. And, you know, I never I never thought I would say this. But could you go back to Japan, please? Yeah. Because I want <laughs> specifically he's already heard this. That's why he's laughing. Specifically, the little uh, beanies mm -hmm. that they have for the Lost Boys. I would really like one of those. Yeah. Because it looks so cute. It looks so warm. Mm -hmm. um, little bear. Little bear beanie. I am KT Bear. I can only imagine, though, like the line for those. Oh, yeah. The line to get into these new areas. Four hours. Um, at least. I'm assuming if you stay at the hotel, you're going to have like a front of the line pass kind of a thing would not surprise me at all, but it opens on June 6th, which happens to be the day after my birthday. So really like, you know, thank you, Disney. But, uh, 
that's Tokyo Disney Sea is already gorgeous. Like it's as a park, everywhere you go, the mm-hmm. theming is is top notch. And it's interesting how I'm curious the transitions to get into there because it's right next to their uh, Arabian coast. And I'm forgetting what's on the left, but it's where their Indiana Jones is mm. and um, like adventure, whatever. Yeah. And, um, and so it'll be interesting to see what that transition is like, because it's a very, like it's basically street wide was the, was the, the wall that blocked getting into there. Like it's very, it, if they want to block people from going in there, it won't be hard. Yeah. Like it. And I'm sure that was intentional. Yes. Well, and then you'll also have the entrance, I suppose, I'm assuming from the uh, the hotel. But uh, it'll be very interesting to see how how it grows and, and how the guest patterns go there, because already Disney Sea is the place you go to Disney bound. Like people would show up in the most intricate and over the top Disney bounds I've ever seen and get pictures. And I can only imagine that these new areas are going to be even more popular for that. And then like, how long does that last? Like how right now when it opens, everybody's right running to Soren or they're running to tower terror, if I recall, and I feel like there's a third place they run, but Uh, the mountain Prometheus a little bit, but not as much as the other two. Um, The journey to the center of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the other one, but that got longer later in the day. And, um, but like it, I feel like it's just going to be a mad dash back oh. there unless there's a lottery or reservation yeah. system or something to get back there. It'll be mayhem. And I, I can't wait to see it because I just think it's going to be fun to watch social media in June and and then July and August and see how this guest flow works out because that's actually what I'm most intrigued by. Um, I'm also interested in Neverland. I think that one's the one that my imagination took flight waka waka with and um and i'm curious how they did some of the attractions and uh, i i think it's gonna be very fun and very pretty and uh and i can't help but uh think it's going to be more immersive and more beautiful than anything we've seen before 100%. so hopefully um it will be interesting to see though how their uh frozen kingdom compares to what hong kong just got because i, I actually think hong one. kong is going to probably still come out on top on this one i think for arendelle yes yeah and and i think i'll be interested to see how the tangled area is too just for the same not exactly the same reason but i feel like there's what they're doing with neverland may not have ever been done mm-hmm. to the same level before and that'll make it fun like other than maybe uh what they have at disneyland paris but i think this is gonna go such i mean miles beyond tangled is having just the best time because its competition is currently with a themed bathroom true so true that automatically beats magic kingdom that is true i'm sorry that area is so pretty but you would think for how gorgeous it was that there would be anything else Mm -hmm. other than a bathroom um there are the um pascal's that are yeah. hidden. But, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We got some Disney Cruise Line news today regarding the Disney Treasure and the Haunted Mansion Parlor, where you will soon, by the end of the year, be able to see this wonderful bust or sculpture, depending on what you call it. But I call it a bust. That's a bust, right? That's a bust. That is a bust. And you will find it in the Haunted Mansion Parlor in a place of honor 
when you ride aboard the Disney treasure later this year. And uh, what do you think about this, this Rolly Crump? So I've bust bust. I've been very emotional the last few days. Um, I've just had a lot going on. So I, I'm going to blame it on that for when I saw this Instagram post today, the fact that I started tearing up. Um, Rolly Crump is my favorite Walt era Imagineer. I'm so sorry, Bob Gurr, you do excellent work, but Rolly Crump just has a place in my heart. Um, and this, I think, is one of those... Um, honors and dedications that Rolly Crump would have just loved. Mm -hmm. So it, it feels very Rolly. Uh, it feels weird. It feels, um, I, I think that he would get a kick of, Oh, so I died and now you're paying, um, respects to me in the haunted mansion. Um, and by melting my face off with the candle effect. Like I just, yeah. I think it's fantastic. It's, um, in my humble opinion, one of my favorite theme park dedications I've seen to, or, and I know it's not theme park, but it's one of my favorite uh, experience, physical dedications to an Imagineer or a legend. Or well, and it just makes this you. the Haunted Mansion parlor one more reason to yeah. want to go. Like, I 100%. think this is going to be one of the coolest things on. And the parlor already looked insane. Yeah. No, I think this is going to be one of the coolest things offered on a Disney cruise or elsewhere. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, it's funny because when I first saw the picture before I read what it was or anything, I was like, oh, this is going into Haunted Mansion. How perfect. And and I think it's going to be great in the parlor, too. But part of me also was like, oh, I would love to see this somewhere in a hallway or yeah. something in the Haunted Mansion because I just feel like that's a deserved honor there as well. But I do like they're taking a next level. Um, yes, he is half Candleman in the uh, uh, the bust also, or sculpture, depending that, on which what you call it. Like that sketch of Candleman does haunt my nightmares. Yeah, terrifying. Um, but no, I think that's fantastic. I think it's going to be great, and I it's one more reason I want to go on the Disney Treasure. Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely, we'll we'll be working on that. Uh, we also learned that Eugene Levy is joining the cast of Only Murders in the Building, season four. So he's joining an already growing cast. We we have Meryl Streep returning this next year. We have Molly Shannon joining the, the cast. Mm -hmm. We have um uh I'm spacing who else? Uh, I you just Eva were... Longoria. Yeah, there's somebody else. We were just talking about and this. uh I have been cautiously optimistic about some of the cast members being added. I'm like, oh, that'll be fun, whatever. Um, and uh, uh, Molly Shannon, I said Molly Shannon, did I? Molly okay, Shannon. so yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I hit them. And like, I'm like, oh yeah, I like Molly Shannon. She's fun. And, and Meryl Streep will be a good continuation of the story with Oliver Putnam uh, next season. But then Eugene Levy comes along. And this might be like, I think after Nathan Lane, mm -hmm. this might be my favorite casting non-surprise that we're getting for only murders in the building. And we know nothing about what he's doing. We don't know where he lives because we already do know that they're going to California to Los mm -hmm. Angeles conveniently this season. And uh, that wouldn't be because they all live here or something. Would no. It? Like, no. Um, we can film in New York in like a week and a half and we're done. 
Um, but I just think this is brilliant casting, no matter what kind of character they put him in. I mean, he's going to be a bumbling idiot probably or something, but Eugene Levy is, I can't say an American treasure because he's not American. He's, he is a Canadian treasure. That's very true. Yep. But my Thank God. Thank you, Canada. My God, is this genius casting. Um, if you haven't already, and I'm going to plug it again, I've talked about it like probably a million times. The Reluctant Traveler with Eugene Levy on Apple TV Plus um, is one of my favorite uh, travel shows because he is just a curmudgeon. And he's like, I don't want to be hot. I don't want to be cold. I don't want to sleep somewhere weird. I don't want there to be bugs. And they just put him in crazy scenarios. And it's very fun. Um, I think that he's such a fun personality. Um, and I know that... It's he... basically a more family-friendly version of An Idiot Abroad. 100%. Like, it's it's very fun. I know that you have opinions about certain attractions in Epcot that have been updated and may or may not feature Eugene Levy. But I personally think that that man could read me a dictionary and I would be fascinated. I, I don't think they used him to his full potential. But yes. I agree, but I still find him entertaining. Yes, he is very entertaining and... I think of anything we've heard of season four of only murders in the building. This is the most exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't watched it yet, we're not giving away too many spoilers. We're doing like little hints here or there, but uh, watch only murders in the building. It's on Hulu. Currently you can watch the first three seasons, the last three or the last season even has music in it. And it's hilarious um, in ways, in ways I would never have expected and uh, they've also shown it on ABC and there's talks to add more on ABC as well. Yeah. So, um, but I wouldn't count on that. Go to Hulu. It's totally worth watching. And um, it's very bingeable. It's very bingeable. And it's also just ridiculous. Pretty, pretty often. Well, And as Chris said, it's not predictable. predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you and and they are and aware. it's not predictable in the like oh this is what you think so we're gonna do the exact opposite it's it's just not predictable it's good yeah we did just watch a uh a, a second film in a murder mystery uh series that i personally love and you enjoyed the movie as well but you also went yeah they were trying to misdirect so i knew what i had it figured on. out in the first 10 minutes and it was kind of like okay i see what's happening even the thing that people complained about because they're like that came out of nowhere you're like, like what do you mean that came out of it nowhere? was right there like it was literally <laughs> I'm like, come on, people, just watch the movie. If you weren't talking through the whole movie, like some people in theaters do when we've gone, right? Hey, to be fair, that movie didn't really get a theatrical release. Okay, so that's even harder then, because if you're watching it in your living room, it's even easier to talk. And if you're talking through the whole movie, you miss details like that. Um, anyway. Um, it jumped out at me, though. Yes. So, and we watched it on a TV that wasn't Huge. the biggest TV in the world. But I'm thinking of that. And how you were like, oh, no, I see the misdirection coming. Um, This goes, they like know that they are, they know what they're tricking you into. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, oh, you're looking over here and we're going to do something totally off that you didn't see coming. Yep. Uh, It's very fun. I love it. Uh, I also, speaking of Eugene Levy, I also just really love Steve Martin and Martin Short. So to see those three together, I think is going to be absurd. And the weird that it works with Selena Gomez so well. Yeah. Like I never would have picked the three of them to work so well together. And I was very skeptical when season one came along and I was like, no, this would be terrible. And I was hooked within minutes. Cause I couldn't and, get you to watch it at first. And, um, no, it totally was worth watching. And, uh, 
very great. All right, are you ready for this week's Rex? That is right. It is time for this week's Wrexham report for our favorite football team in Wales, Wrexham AFC. How did they do this week? Uh, unfortunately, it was a draw. So 1-1, uh, Wrexham and Forest Green. After? A loss. Yeah, so, they lost. It's, it's, we're not having a great time, but you know what? Up the town, we're still going to do it. It might make for a really good documentary this and season we, or docuseries. We'll we see. We beat Notts County still, so you know, I'm still happy about that. There you go. There's your Wrexham report. Finally, this week, there was a Disneyland forward public meeting with the Planning Commission for Anaheim, where the public could go and hear the Disneyland forward plans and uh, get questions answered, kind of, or make public commentary. Uh, I did my bit for King and Country and sat through pretty much all of it, and it was it was amazing. And uh, we learned a little bit more about Disneyland Forward, and we learned that people really care about streets. They really care about streets, specifically Magic Way. And it turns out most of them uh, really worry about what other people think about Magic Way. And, uh, and so Disney did a study where they, for four days, tracked how many cars were driving on Magic Way. And there was a lot. And but 99%, yes, but 99% of them were Disney-related. So they're either going into Pixar Pals, they're going into the old downtown Disney, now cast member parking, or they're going to the Disneyland Hotel. Uh, so they reported on these findings, and I think it turned out during the busiest time of the week, mm -hmm. busiest day, busiest hour, there was like 30 cars total that actually drove through the street because people worried people were worried about it being a cut through or a bypass and not being able to do that anymore. So a lot of time was spent on that uh, a lot of time. And, and that was, so they did the presentation first and then they had like a time for the planning commission to ask questions and get them answered, which this became a big thing then and specifics about that. And there was also kind of a lot of, well, some time spent on like asking about, what the police station and or substation and the fire substation would be like and in kind of interesting, but also kind of like, I feel like that's something you do your homework on beforehand. Maybe mm -hmm. if, if I were in charge, um, but we're not doing that segment tonight, but, uh, but the point being, or the big thing that I walked away from is it seems like the ducks are in a row this time mm -hmm. around. Like it really feels like they've, they've kind of got like Disney has come at this with a win-win proposal and they're, they're trying to do things that help the community. They're also trying to do things that will help the, the Disneyland resort mm -hmm. within the Disneyland resort as it stands. Uh, they were made it very clear that Disneyland drive is not going anywhere and you'll still be able to drive up and down that one, mm -hmm. even if you can't drive up magic way. And, uh and I found it, it it interesting. I think I have questions that that probably will never get answered until we actually see what's going to happen. But you know, like where where does the Disneyland Hotel park? That that's my question. Like if you're going to Disneyland Hotel, you can't go at Magic Way. Where do you park? I don't know. Those are my kind of questions. Mm -hmm. But um, as we're learning more about Disneyland Forward, we're going to have another planning commission in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. 
this time they're going to vote on this thing. Mm. And if they vote positively, then it will go to the city council the next month in April. They, if things continue to move forward, they will vote on it then as well. And if that happens and it's a positive vote on, I think, April 11th, everything starts moving towards like Disneyland forward, this big behemoth of a plan, this 1.9 billion to 2.5 billion plan uh, starts moving forward, Mm -hmm. which I think is, is pretty incredible and and needed because the last time they had a development agreement like this uh, was in the nineties. And that's, I think almost up, like it's got a few more years. What do you think? Cause you listen to most of this and you've, you've read about Disneyland Ford and looked at the pictures and the concept art, which mm-hmm. is just concept art. There's no specific plans of what's going to happen. That's a later part of the process. It's just concept art. What do you think of Disneyland Ford at this point? Um, I think it's great. I also think this is okay. This is super random. So everyone stick with me. Um, if you ever walk from Pixar Pier Mickey and friends, you know that uh, they just redid the surfacing for the Lilo and Stitch parking lot. It is gorgeous. It is beautiful. What's going to happen if people can't get in that parking lot? Now? I just had an idea. Uh, I wonder if it's the same idea I had. Use Continue. the old Disneyland Drive entrance. That's yeah. what I was going to say. And honestly, that's how you can get into to Disneyland Hotel, too. That's true. Uh, I might have answered. That might be our answer. Ding, 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 ding. There ding, we go. Anyway. Um, no. Go to the Disneyland hotel <laughs> from Disneyland Drive. It makes too much sense. Yeah. Branding, branding, branding. <laughs> um, no, I am actually very excited about it. And I, I was thinking the same thing last night listening to this. Is it sounds like this is very well thought out. Um, all of the uh, responses are prepared. All of the paperwork is like, everything is where it should be. Um, as where almost 10 years ago, which is crazy to say almost 10 years ago, but um, almost 10 years ago, I don't think we were in the same scenario. And I think that that's why things ended up not happening. The original West End expansion. I actually think people discovered how valuable Disney is to the community when suddenly you weren't getting tax revenue because nobody was coming here because of a pandemic. Um, I think it created an opportune moment for a win-win scenario for Mm -hmm. both. And I actually think it's good that it waited longer because I think Disney is going to come out in a much stronger position as a resort with this plan than they were looking at with just the West End uh, 10 years ago. Respectfully, this is, in my opinion, better than what the West End expansion would have been Mm because the West End expansion would have been a fancy hotel. Yeah. This to me is we are thinking multi-layer entertainment for the entire family. Um, we're thinking shopping, dining, um, entertainment, all of these things. More theme park space. It's not just a hotel, which could do those things. It could have shopping, dining, all this stuff. But it is dedicated space to do those things. Well, and more importantly, or equally importantly, it's using the space they already have. Yes, correct. And and to me, that's kind of where it makes a lot of sense is like, well, you already have this space. You should be able to use it the way that that makes it most beneficial for everybody. And uh, that assumes that all of the, you know, the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted. And that's stuff that we don't see the same as, is the people that are on a planning commission or city hall or or, uh, city council and stuff like that. But just the vibe I picked up from this meeting was like, Oh, this is, 
this has been well thought through. You're working with all of the parties that are a part of this uh, this growth and this expansion for the Disneyland Resort that doesn't expand the actual land. Um, and and I was very impressed to see um, just how thorough everything was. And I also thought it was good how when they were like testing the streets, one of the things they discovered is like, oh, there's a lot of pedestrian traffic here. We need to add uh, a, a pedestrian exclusive walkway through basically next to um, Magic Way and with a crosswalk there because they're like, we see how many people are coming across here that they've actually created a pathway through the, the divider. Um, and so I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see the next month and a half how this progresses because if it continues on its current trajectory it feels like things are probably going to happen mm -hmm. and i assume there will be some tweaks along the way and changes as they're moving forward with this and um and it seemed like most of the people that commented from the public last night were for it there was a couple of dissenters and um and the the dissent i heard a lot of it seemed more angry than than reasoned and and i do think just anybody who wants to dissent come at it with a reasoned measured approach and you're gonna you're gonna be i think heard a whole lot better mm -hmm. um but uh it, it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out i personally love the idea of more theme park space like the shopping will be fine and more hotels are fine but that's not my go-to thing mm -hmm. and and that's where i'm like oh I love the idea of us getting a Neverland or us getting mm -hmm. a Arendelle, or maybe it's something that doesn't even exist yet, which would be even better. Like, or, or even um, uh, like the beauty and the beast area mm -hmm. in Tokyo Disneyland. Mm -hmm. If we got something like that, like that's gorgeous too. Um, but I, I love the idea of the growth of this and the possibilities of what could be that we don't even know yet. Maybe it's a different type of Pixar land. I don't know. And yes, welcome to Geeks Corner Plus. If you have any questions or comments you'd like us to address, Zootopia, exactly. Uh, let us know in the in the uh, the comments and we will try to address them in the next few minutes. But like, I think what Disneyland Ford really is about is imagination and possibilities. Mm -hmm. and, and that's a continuation of Walt's dream from you know, day one of, of what can we do? What can we do better? How can we take what we know now and improve upon that and take it to the next level? And, uh, and that's, I think very intriguing with Disneyland forward. And to me, that is way more exciting than the Disneyland, you know, uh, downtown Disney West project. Cause that to me was like, okay, more restaurants, more shopping, more hotels. Great. But where do they go next? And that's the real question is, is I don't think at the end of the day, most people fly all the way out to Walt Disney World from Minnesota or somewhere just to go to Disney Springs. Like that's that's an add on. It's not a, you know, the main thing. And I think at the end of the day, the Disneyland Resort, the parks are the main thing and everything else is kind of things that help add to that experience and uh, supplement it to make it more of a bigger experience. All right, Katie, I think we're running out of time. What um, should people do? Indiana. I know you can't see my phone, but Indiana is flipped upside down on his little back and his little paw is like sticking out. 
He's so sheepy. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. go to dapsmagic.com, check out all the Disney and Geek News as it happens, subscribe to our mailing list, and find our Patreon. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got a ton of videos going up. We've got a few more Celebrate Gospel videos from this weekend. We have more videos that will be coming this week from Food and Wine at Disney California Adventure, along with, uh, I think we might have a Knott's Boysenberry Festival thing and a event at the studios this weekend as well, where we might have an interesting interview or two if all things work out as we hope. But that is all the time we have for you this week, so we will see you around the corner. Bye!